This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. Hey, I'm Morgan. I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer and editor. And this is... Drink! 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 A grammar show! With a drinking problem. I just held for applause. Oh, thanks. Because everyone at home, I'm sure, yeah, just clapped. They're like in their cars, they're on the subway, they're on the train, they are... They're on the treadmill. Oh, oh my God, on the treadmill, and they are just clapping. Mm-hmm. But everybody else probably around them is clapping, because they're all listening right now. Oh, you think so? No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, guys, we are uh, coming at you live. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, <laughs> just get right down to biz. Yeah, we talked about this a while ago, but I wanted to remind you that the Northwest Independent Editors Guild is having their annual conference so soon. I wish I could be there. Saturday, September twenty third, in Seattle. It only comes once every other year. So act now or like wait clips till 2019. That's not true, Lynn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's for editors of the written what word. Comes every other year. I don't know. Me neither. Your boyfriend? Aww. <laughs> Sorry. That's mean. It's for editors of the written word appropriate for all experience <laughs> levels. There's going to be a lot of super cool speakers this year. A lot of super cool sessions. Super duper fly. That you're going to want to sit in on. And you should go to edsguild.org. E-D-S-G-U-I-L-D. Dot org. To get information, to sign up for this one-day conference and go to Seattle because it's beautiful. And they make real good wine, they make real good beer, and they have real good whales. And conferences. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) If you live there, no excuse. If you don't, no excuse unless you have a wedding, which Morgan and I do. Truth. So... Enjoy yourselves, and we want lots of reporting mm-hmm. about how it was. Send us pics. We'll see you in 2019. Ooh. If you get invited back, you don't know. I don't care. I'll crash it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I crashed an editor's conference. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Okay. Linda. Yeah. <laughs> On a scale of one to four, how drunk are you? I did drink before I came over here. I didn't tell you that, but I did. You're hiding it from me. Okay. I didn't mean to hide it, but I mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. As you know, I was working hard tonight. Yeah. As you know, I had several glasses of wine working hard tonight. So I eventually was like, this is ridiculous and I'm still working. I'm going to crack a beer while I'm editing because life. Right. And I did that. I had a couple beers before I came here. And then when I got here, you were drinking rosé. And I was like, I'll help you finish that bottle. And you did. And I did. And this is the situation. All right. Back to you, Morgan. Mike, the situation? Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to back to me for roll. Uh, quartz. 
has a piece called Policing Pub Policing People's Grammar Online is never really about grammar. And this interests me. We've talked about this in the past. We've touched on it a little bit. And I read this article and saw that friend of the pod, Emmy Favila, is quoted in this story. She's a copy editor at BuzzFeed. Soulmate. Copy chief. Linda, excuse me. copy chief. All right. Okay, her official title is Linda Soulmate. Her unofficial title is Copy Chief of BuzzFeed. And her un- unofficial title is author of Copy. No, never mind. That's not the title. I was like, that's not the title of her book. I started to read something else. You also looked like so happy and ready to go and confident when you were saying that. It was amazing. Oh, I'm sorry you got it wrong. Oh, that was rough, guys. It was. Sorry about that. Okay. Hope she's not hope she's not listening. I hope she is. The book is called A World Without Whom. Whom. And it's it's is it out now or is it almost out? Is it just pre order? Um, I think it's like pre order right now. I have an advanced copy. Because you're soulmates. (laughs) Which I haven't got a chance to read yet because (gasps) as Emmy probably knows since she listens to the show, I think. Um, you know, we have these issues with the library. Yeah. Where we get like 10 books at once. Oh, you're blaming the library on not reading your advanced copy that she I mailed am, to you. Because okay. I keep getting okay. like library books and I have to like finish them before. But it is on my list. I have one more book to get through and then she is next. And I can't wait to read it. And I think we are mentioned. <gasps> yeah. Big oh news. Gosh. Be still my heart. Okay. I know. So- I think September is her official launch got it go on this podcast will be out in september so get on it guys Mm -hmm. Uh, this article was written by sarah todd for quartz and it's about like why why do we really correct people's grammars especially online because they're neo-nazis because we are neo-nazis no they are oh i'm like who is no like are we no um no so <laughs> i like how easily swayed you are though it's like, like am oh, I? okay a lot let to me change get my, in my life okay uh so in real life if you see somebody like goof up or make a mistake your natural instinct is to either ignore it or try, try to make them more comfortable and the author notes a scene from the classic 2001 movie the princess diaries when Anne Hathaway accidentally takes a huge bite of her cold palate cleanser at a former formal dinner and she gets brain freeze and the other people at the dinner don't want her to be embarrassed, so they do the same thing and then they all have brain freeze. So sweet. Also classic. Good manners. Classic movie. Um, one of the things that happens when you're on the internet is you don't you're not nice anymore. <laughs> yeah. Can't like see people. You lose the capacity for emotional self regulation when confronted with a misused semicolon. Oh my God. Scroll through the comment sections of any publication or simply sign on to Twitter and you'll find plenty of examples of people who treat typos and grammatical errors, not just ordinary mistakes, as not just ordinary mistakes, but as a kind of moral offense. Yeah. So this is where Emmy says, people love tweeting mean-spirited things to BuzzFeed when they see a typo or error. Um, sometimes it's like not even one of the writers or reporters, but it's a community post where like people can share to BuzzFeed and they'll publish it. Mm-hmm. But people don't care. They still are like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with you guys? Do you even read this shit? Like, yeah. 
Um, and it's not just BuzzFeed. It's everywhere. We are uh, real rude on the internet. Newsflash. Um, the problem with doing this is that it winds up shutting down conversation. So if you are being a stickler yeah. and you're obsessing over something that's really not changing the tone or the message, it's just incorrect and that's not helpful and you're not going to have any kind of dialogue because that person isn't going to be like, what I was trying to say is because you just made them feel really dumb. Yeah. So you're not doing anything helpful. And also just like layoff. Not everybody has the same online style guide as you, number one. Yeah. And not everybody has the same education level as you. There's a lot of people, English is their second language or they haven't gone to the same amount of school as you. Um, yeah. And if you want like differing opinions, you have to. Yeah. You want everybody's that. shit to look exactly like yours. That's not the point. Like, not normal. Yeah. You know, I once saw an article about. I'm going to get so many details of this wrong. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So um, hashtag fake news <laughs> before this even comes out. Yeah. That's but, why people tune in here. Yeah. So um, I was reading an article that was posted or like an opinion piece or whatever that was posted in some publication. Okay. An opinion piece in a publication. This some, is like a blind item. Yeah. So it was like written by just like an everyday person. Mm -hmm. But it was like in some good outlet and it was about like i don't know like let's just say it was immigration or you know the need to like lessen the restrictions or whatever okay. like maybe not put up a wall so a hot whatever. topic hot topic and this i think woman wrote a really good piece about um being an undocumented immigrant or something whatever it was she was like the thing that everyone was arguing about and all these people in the comments were like too well written not real like all this stuff <gasps> so it's like if you also so i think it that's why i'm saying it was like an undocumented immigrant situation because i think this person like the comments were all like wow how can this pe person um write so well in english if they're an undocumented immigrant all this stuff and it's like you can't like please anybody, right? So no. if you if you're writing about something, that's your first mistake. Trying to try please to please anybody, a single yeah. person, <laughs> you just can't do it. It's like just so ridiculous, and I I definitely fall into the trap of wanting to be like. I forget what President Trump tweeted once. It was something about um a comma splice though. <laughs> I forget what it was, but or he didn't tweet about a comma splice. He used a comma splice in his tweet. <laughs> And I uh, <laughs> like just like retweeted him and with a comment and just wrote a comma splice. Right, and it's like right, right. it's so easy sometimes. Like yes. sometimes it's like low hanging fruit. But also you have to remember even even our highest people in our land um, are sometimes passionate when they are tweeting or <laughs> writing. That was and, really generous of you. I know it was. And um, you know it, it like these or like autocorrect and all this stuff it's just like people it gets away from them whatever however i will say mm -hmm. sometimes as you know we have very active facebook groups in our neighborhood oh yeah sometimes on those comments 
I seriously can't even understand what someone's trying to say. Yeah, it is. It like, is what? sometimes is like this? reading another language. It is. Do you remember when we started this podcast? I told you the phenomenon about people who instead of doing dot, 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 do comma, comma, comma. <laughs> and like, I feel like you were like incredulous at the time, but now you believe me, right? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. They're, they all live in Fishtown. You've seen it in the flesh. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, seriously, <laughs> sometimes I'm like considering entering into like a really heated debate about like, oh, bikes. Like, I mean, like the stupidest thing that you buy your like six year old and also then you get really mad about as like a 60 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, but then like in some of the comments, I'm like, I just don't even understand what the, per- the point that the try- person is trying to make because I no. don't understand half of their words that they're trying to use. People just want to be heard, yo. Anger. Yeah, they just want to be heard. I like that your tweets to the president are like, comma splice. (laughs) I um, also passive aggressively tweet the president sometimes when I'm feeling like, you know, real low or real helpless. And they usually go something like, hey, babe, (laughs) lost by three million. (laughs) Winky emoji. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like to... Probably doesn't even get it. Uh, I like to, like, mean. get in where it hurts. Try to go high, like Michelle tells me, but... Sometimes really you can't. Sometimes you can't. Yeah. Sometimes I tweet at Flotus, too. Really? That's interesting. Why? Because... Or, like, what do you tweet her, I mean? Um, Not why. I, I, I alert her when her husband's being a cyber bully, because that's her platform. Right. Yeah, She's anti-cyberbullying, so I'm like... FYI. Didn't she change her platform or did I make that up? I missed the message. If so. And that's uh, also hilarious. No, she probably didn't. She probably didn't. I don't think you're allowed to do that. <laughs> you know. All right. So Morgan knows that sometimes I do get duped by like online things. Fake that news. Like, that are like. Like literal fake news. Like literal fake news. Do you remember one time I sent you and our friend from work. Um. <laughs> Like a thing about, I think it was like Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. Oh my god! Like a back and forth conversation that like supposedly someone had like. Oh my god! Do you remember I don't this? remember this. Oh my at god! All. Okay, so I will say that Jezebel is the one who posted it, and they did not say okay. anything about it being fake news. But it was parody. No, I don't think it was. I think it okay. was literal fake news. Like okay. I think it was like a hacker. Like making up a conversation that they had. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But you wrote back to me and you're like, oh, Lynn, it makes me so sad that you think this is real. Because I like wrote to you and our friend, oh my God, guys. And you know, I'm like not usually up on gossip and stuff like this. So I thought I was like totally like getting out in front of of it. Two humans? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, guys. There's this really pretty girl named Selena Gomez. It seems like she's with like a homeless person or something. And he's definitely Canadian. So that's all you need to know. And. <laughs> oh, my God. So anyway, it was like this back and forth conversation where like he was sending her pornographic text messages oh and God. also saying all this like really crazy stuff. And she was like, Justin, you need to get help. Please stop. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, guys, have you seen this? This is crazy. And you were like, this makes me really sad that you think this is real. I think later Jezebel put something up that was like, so it's been determined that this is not real. Yeah. So they just like maybe rushed to put something out that was, I don't know. Or maybe they really thought that everyone would know and some people didn't. Some people didn't. (laughs) 
I mean, that's fine. This summer, I sent a fake news article to um, somebody that I thought was real about um, alligators in the ocean. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we can end this segment here. I don't even remember what we're talking about. Somebody did a full fake article about ocean crocodiles in Wildwood and I sent it to Kelly being like oh my god did you see this and then and then at the bottom it's like what you're still reading this my eyes are turned brown I'm filled with so much shit but I didn't even read to the bottom I just sent <laughs> it to her god. and she was like laughing so hard she's like that's so funny that you sent that to me and I was like why like, oh there's ocean god. crocodiles it's really embarrassing well that's how fake news spreads mm-hmm Dumb dumbs like us. Yeah. Has this been going on a while? I feel like yeah. it has. Yeah. Okay. Linda. Yo. You really need to stop putting smiley faces in your work emails. You know I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of an article from time.com. You might have heard of it. I'm familiar. It's by Julia Zorthian, and she's got a whole spiel on smiley faces. They might seem benign, but typing them in work emails might be doing more harm than good. So I know that you work in a different office than I do. I'm well, in a- duh. We don't work together. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, different environment, guys. Oh, my God, is what I meant. Okay. Um. Yeah. But even people in my more corporate world, they do the smile. They do the smile. Fascinating. Funny. It's fascinating. Yeah. It took me a long time to realize that that comes up as a J. Yes. Usually all the time. Agreed. What the fuck is this J from all these people, like from corporate people that also have the confidentiality based on the platform that you use? Wait, should we tell everybody? Guys. No, but I see it in Outlook. I don't see it in Gmail. Mm. No, I always use Gmail or I never used Outlook. So I would get emails from corporate Outlook things. Yeah. So you'd have yeah. like, this is confidential. It's like, no, it's not. Which for all those people out there, that's not a thing. It's not legal. You can't use it. Any event. It's always like my name and Jay. I was like, why do all the worst <laughs> people that email me have a J after their name? It because they're all using time. Outlook. Dance for jackass. <laughs> and I'm done. Okay. In case you didn't know, if you see a random uppercase J floating around your emails. I was thought of a mistake. It's a smiley face that somehow... It's weird that it's J and not just goes back to the default of, of the... like the colon and the... It's like, the tr- it's like, which letter looks the most like a smile? Yeah. Is that the letter you think most looks like a smile? No, probably Microsoft does. A U? Actually, I don't know. A C? A U? A U, um, yeah. I think you look most like a smile. Oh, my God. Y-O-U. Um... So, guys, just in case somebody didn't know that, because I could imagine not knowing that. It's like a weird thing to figure out. I didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. To be like, why do I keep getting rando J's in my emails? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a random uppercase J means somebody tried to put a smiley face in your message and it got uh, decrypted and uncrypted and then decrypted again. Yeah. (laughs) Turned into a J. That's a thing. I know. I work at 24 CPU. What's their called? (laughs) What? What? <laughs> what? Where's Jack Bauer work? Remember when I named our internet 
<laughs> Whatever it's called. Jack Bauer was our Wi-Fi. What's his, what's his work called? It's not CPU. Uh, I don't know. What is Jack Bauer from again? 24. 24. Uh, CTU. CTU. Anyway. Counter, counterterrorism yeah. unit. That's where I work. And we only get J's. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was a long time for okay. <laughs> that was that was a long time to for your joke to land. Everybody <laughs> out there is clapping so hard. They're They've been clapping consistently since the <laughs> they beginning. Soft clapping. Tears are running down their face. Makes it really hard for them on the treadmill. <laughs> That's why they're crying because they keep falling off the treadmill. <laughs> this is like a sick form of CrossFit. <laughs> we'll get you fit. Okay. <laughs> a new study was published in the Social Psychological and Personality Science Journal Ooh, about <laughs> including smileys and work emails. Does it have an effect on your message? Journal also called just don't be an idiot. Yeah. Dot com. Um, smiley really does make it impressive. I'm like reading it's in the text. It's like colon parentheses, but I'm calling it smiley. Smiley really does make an impression. <laughs> They found out, but not the friendly feeling an email writer may intend. Oh my God, Linda's choking. She's clapping. Oh my God, she is choking. She's clapping and tears looking. are running down her face. Ew, don't spit that out. <laughs> she can't help it. Do we have to stop? Oh my God. I love She's okay. Hold it smiley. I'm just calling it smiley. <laughs> Okay. Anthony wants to go to Trader Joe's at like 8 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> this is not a good situation. He can go by himself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Reading a happy face on the text of a work email made people think that the sender was less competent if the same message did not contain the emoticon. The researchers found. Even Duh. though smiles com- <laughs> communicate warmth. <laughs> Um, in real a, life, IRL. a real smile communicates warmth. It could communicate competence. A fake, a smiley, it literally says that. It says the <laughs> word smiley, could make the reader less likely to share as much information in their reply. So, not only is it affecting how you interpret the message, it's affecting how you reply to the message. You might be, you're not going to share as much information because that person sent you a smile. Yeah. Which is so crazy to me. They're dumb dumbs. Um, the study found that when the center's identity was unknown, the participants were more likely to think emails with smiley faces were sent by a woman. And that assumption did not affect the person's perceived levels of warmth or competence, FYI. Uh, so the researcher advises people do not let smileys ruin their only chance at first impression. Uh, this I agree with. So an initial, in initial interactions, it's better to avoid using smileys regardless of age or gender. Duh. So if you're going for a first impression, I totally agree. I don't get a lot of smileys at work. I do get some smileys from a certain client that I work with and have known for a while. And this person never sent smileys. For a long time, and every like, then you entered a new phase. And now, I think it's like very exciting. We're like, ooh, they sent a smiley. Like, it's it's exciting. It's Mm -hmm. it marks some kind of excitement or approval, or whatever. If they all, I, I agree. It's like a first impression thing. You don't start with a smiley. No, but I think you can dole them out over time. Yeah. 
I think you can too. I mean, and like I said, people do send them at my work, and I work in a pretty corporate environment. Um, that obviously doesn't change people's personalities. So, like, no. people email how they want to email. Um, some people are much more professional with email um, than others. And I think also chat has really helped people. Like, my company has chat like and we're okay. a huge corporation but like i think that has helped people loosen up their email correspondence a little bit because they're used to chatting so they chat with their coworkers. yeah they chat with their coworkers. they might use a smiley face so it's not that much of a leap when you are emailing to also use a smiley face or whatever the thing i find fascinating is sometimes i have to it's part of my job i don't know if i've mentioned this on the podcast before but I sometimes have to interview via email executives at mm-hmm. my company. Yes. And sometimes, I swear, it happens more often, or it happens like 50% of the time. And one of their um, answers to these questions, and there's more like personality, like the favorite song, like what was your first yeah. day like, whatever. Yeah. When was your first kiss? When did you lose your virginity? Miley. <laughs> Wink face. Right. Yeah. So they... Rose made out of an at sign. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. Um, A lot of times they, like, include a smiley in one of their... That's cute. I won't say a lot. Like, maybe... I would say maybe 40% of the time. But, like, that's a lot for, like, people who have vice president in their title. No, they're just trying to let you know that they're, like... They're cool. They're yeah. cool. They're and with that actually it. makes me... NBD. Yeah, I mean, I like that they do it because usually they're making a joke about something and then they're like, yeah, smiley face because this is a joke. And like, that's how people like think that they need to use those. But um, I have a question. Yeah. Do you know what DFW means? Wait. Where I buy uh, discounted shoes. That's DSW. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. Down for work. Oh. <laughs> that was Airport. really cute. Down for whatever. Oh. oh, I just learned that. I'm a nerd. Okay. <laughs> just anyway, let me know if you knew. I don't. Do you think of people differently when you see the smiley? I don't really. Um, yeah. I would never it dep- use it. Okay, it depends. I would never use it. it depends. Have I met the person IRL? Mm-hmm. How many times? What's already my opinion of them? Like all of these things affect how you read the email communications. Sometimes I also think that. Smiley faces are meant to couch something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I just am like a little bit more blunt in my communication sometimes. You don't say. Really? Do you think that? Because sometimes. No, you are blunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't know. Like, I mean, so that's what I've, I guess, realized over the time. So it's like, I don't like couch. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. If someone writes me something that's like. I don't know what someone else would respond to with like a smiley face. I might respond to with like, fuck off <laughs> or like <laughs> whatevs or like what, yeah. like I might just put it on more like bluntly or yeah. like whatever it is. But you mean what you say and you say what you mean. I do. I don't leave it up for um, interpretation. <laughs> One more thing I'd like to talk about relating to business email. Blech. Friday night, bro. I don't want to talk about that. Well, 
Who banned? So sad. This was making the rounds on the social meds. I have no source. Sorry. (laughs) So what happens when you make something viral? This is the business email glossary. And there's a lot of them, and I will not read them all, but they're super funny. And it's just kind of translating common business email lingo to to what we really mean. Come at me. Okay, so um, thanks in advance means get this done by the time I press send. Yeah, I think thanks could do it (laughs) if you're actually being like genuine. Um, Thanks for your interest. Why'd you have to bring this up? (laughs) Yeah. Um, All best. This conversation is over. All my best. I wish you would die. I've never gotten that, I don't think. Um, oh, I'm happy to help. This is the easiest thing in my inbox. <laughs> I hope this helps. I've done all that I'm willing to do. Um, I did a bit of research means I Googled it because you're too lazy to. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, I'm really sorry for being a pest, but means I am livid that you are ignoring me. I would say sorry to keep bothering you. Yes. Uh, please contact my colleague means this isn't my problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm copying my colleague means this isn't my problem and I am thrilled about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy to lob this over. I'll let you know when I hear anything means I will forget. Yeah, it means I'm deleting this and I'm never going to think about it unless someone miraculously replies to the email I sent about this stupid subject. <laughs> Per our earlier conversation means I, I hate ju- per. I just yelled at you on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it actually means so like true. reminder because I think you're dumb or there's a ton of people copied on this. So I have to be like, we actually talked about this in person. <laughs> great to chat. Te- great to chat just now means you just yelled at me on the phone. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, thanks. One exclamation point. I'm not mad at you. Thanks, two exclamation points. Please don't be mad at me. Thanks, three exclamation points. I'm crying at my desk. <laughs> um, Mind if I swing by means I'm already in the elevator. Uh, can you confirm for me means you told me before and I deleted the email. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry if that was unclear means I think you're an idiot. And let me know if you need anything else means please never contact me again. That's good. Classic. Yeah, I use these all damn day. They're yeah. very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what was the last one again? Uh, let me know if you need anything else means please never contact me again. Yeah. I use that a lot. <laughs> I think. I might say like, let me know how it works for you or something like that. And that's like more specific. Like I just explained to you how to yeah. do something. Uh, I'll so say, like, let me know let me if you have any other questions, which I was I've read is not is not good, but I can't help it sometimes. It's more. I always I say, say, let me know I, if you have any questions. I do a lot of. Please let me yeah. know what else I can do for you or help you. Yeah, it depends on what you're doing. Like you're talking about a persuasive email. Like mm-hmm. most of my stuff is sales emails, where it's like you asked me a question and I I answered it, okay. and then I like I did wrote this this morning. And I wrote, let me know if you have any other questions. Yeah, yeah I know, always like, say, let me know if yeah. you have any questions, and I also always say. Let me know if you have any feedback. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So feedback is different than questions, obviously. It means edits, but I'm also not 
I don't want to like, say like let me know if you, you have want any them changes. To I don't want to say like you, they like you. Yeah. You want praise? Yeah. Let me know if you have any praise. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. It. I should start using that. Yeah. <laughs> let me know if you have anything great to say about me. Yeah, like I only sent this to Humble Brag, so please only respond as such. <laughs> a good tactic anything that's not an acknowledgement of my accomplishments will be ignored I should start a new recognition program well guys thanks for tuning in it's been real to another killer episode of drink drink drunk if you have anything you'd like to talk about or tell us about Please email us at drunkwordners.com. We got a lovely message this week from a new listener in Texas uh, who wanted us to um, clarify or verify that um, she's normal and her relatives are weird. Done. Happy to do that any day of the week. Yep. Hit us up. (laughs) Yeah. And we're also on social media at drunkwordnerds. Don't forget to go to edsguild.com. Who's Ed's Guild? Hold on. Org. Like Ed's. Ed. No, I was like, what's Ed's Guild? Like Ed, Not like the guy? Apostrophe, yeah. yeah. No. I keep thinking, like, Ed has a guild. You should go to it. He does. It's in Seattle on September 23rd. There you go. Uh, edsguild.org if you're in the Northwest. And if you're not going to Enrico and Allison's wedding. Truth. That's what we'll Yeah. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? What? This has been a riveting production.